G'day, it's Clairsy here. These are the best bits of today's Clairsy, Shane and Kimber on Mix 94.5. Tomorrow night's going to be a really special night for me. It's not your ordinary Thursday. Because Thursday the 6th of August. Thursday the 6th of August. Yeah. I've been looking forward to this for three months. Tomorrow night I will be seeing my favourite band live again. Right? Oh, yeah. Not the band live. No, no, no. Death Cab for Cutie. Death Cab for Cutie, okay. my favourite band. A um, little bit indie folk Rock, I guess. American rock band, yeah. Yeah. Now, um, I have seen them a bunch of times. I think I worked out this will maybe be the fifth time I've seen them. Band from Washington. Yep. Seen them, yeah, about that much. Now, coming to town for one show. Now, my boyfriend's not a huge fan. Jason says, I haven't exposed him to a lot, to be fair. Like, right. he hasn't heard a lot of it because I mainly listen to it in my car. He's missing out. They're a good band. I know they are. And he, yeah. he doesn't have an issue with them. He just sort of said, oh, nothing's really grabbed me yet. Right. And I can understand because some of their work is a bit ballady and, you know. But I want him to come to this gig because I think he's going to really enjoy it, right? Okay. And he's keen to come along. And also I think he's really keen to see me enjoy my favourite band. You know, yeah. it's nice to watch your partner be really excited about it. And something. how good's that vibe? You know, in the last few years, having seen Steely Dan, um, Jamiroquai and Foo Fighters live, my three favourite bands yep. pretty much of all time, and knowing ACDC are coming back, you yep. know, I know that vibe. When that you, feeling yeah. of, like, I'm just so happy to be here. And when your partner, like Laurie, your wife would go along and be going, she just loves that experience yeah. with you, right? So oh, I know I know Jason's going to love it, She right? was rocking at the Fooies. But um, I received an email yesterday telling me that the door time has changed for the gig. And I thought, okay, it's a Thursday night, yep. you know, it's a school night, but hopefully it's not too late. Where are they playing? Metros? Or? Metros, Metro yeah. City. So last night, that prompted me to find out what the original time of the tickets were. Right. Clairsy, mm. I can't find my ticket. <laughs> I can't find my tickets. Your favourite band of all time. <laughs> the thing is... The one Ben Gibbard. Oh, you I love that guy. I love that guy. I can't remember if they were hard tickets, because I bought them months ago at the same time. I bought tickets to go see the church, right. and I bought a few different things. And I can't remember if I got hard tickets in the mail okay, or whether I've... Electronically? Well, and so I've gone on email and I've done a search and nothing's coming up. Have you checked your cloud? No, I don't think they go there. I don't even know how to use it. You know, my ex-wife, right? She was a mad Depeche Mode fan, right? Yeah. And you can't blame her for that. And she was so excited about going to this gig. I said, right, just in case we get broken into when we lived in Balladura, I said, I'm going to hide the tickets. I hid them in a book. Yep. The problem was we had about 700 books. And <laughs> <laughs> I found it about a week before the gig. So have you checked your books? No, I didn't. I, I, this is the thing. I didn't think I'd put it anywhere really silly, but I I just haven't been able to. And so I've got like this afternoon. I'm confident that I'll find it because I'm not a hoarder or anything. I don't have a lot of stuff. Kimber just making herself feel better here, I, <laughs> I just, I've got no plans today except once I've... Find the tickets. I'm going to do some exercise and then I'm going to spend the entire afternoon. No, I'm going to call it cleaning the house. Right. While I'm cleaning the house, cleansing your soul, I'm going to find the things that I need, which are the tickets to the gig tomorrow if night. If there's anyone out there who uh, maybe sees dead people, or you know, like uh, maybe some concert tickets oh, that aren't dead, actually, that would <laughs> you give us a call and maybe you get a feeling from Kimber's voice. No, it's fine. Like I'm giggling about it now, and it's okay because I think it's funny that I lost it, but only because I'm confident that I'm going to find it again. Like if if I'm in this position again tomorrow morning, <laughs> I won't be giggling. Someone to call and go. They're in the spare bedroom. Oh. Shane, not with us this morning. He's having a sleep in. He's not feeling the best, but he should be back tomorrow. Look, led by Netflix, video streaming has changed forever, not just in this country, but around the planet, because when we want our entertainment, we want it then, there, and we want to watch it when we want to watch it. They make it so easy for us. So it's not just video streaming, but there's so much more going on, uh, not just on the internet as well. Trevor Long is our tech guru. Welcome, Trev. How are you, mate? Good morning. I'm well. 
Trev, free-to-air TV, I mean, it must be feeling the pressure because online streaming, it's just the bomb. I mean, I can't get enough. I've got Netflix, Stan, HBO, Amazon. I'm signed up to everything. The quality is unreal. But the thing is, can our internet keep up? That's the biggest problem. Well, I, I don't think any of the internet providers actually thought it was going to be as big as it has been, as quickly as it has been in Australia. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you know, they might have had plans to upgrade this little bit of hardware or this little thing over the next 18 months, but they've had to bring all that forward because the traffic is enormous. So in America, 30% of peak traffic, so nighttime traffic on the internet, is Netflix. And if you imagine even, even a, a half of that in Australia, we just, we're just struggling to cope. There are some suburbs in Australia where... There's so the, the density of users is so high that the whole suburb is struggling on the internet. And this is the problem. Free to air, um, you know, a million, three million people can watch the AFL Grand Final, for <laughs> example, and it has no effect on the quality of your own reception. <laughs> of course. Yeah. But if that happens on the internet, well, the whole thing's falling apart. So it's a real problem for, for the internet providers and for people who are paying the 10, 15 bucks a month for these services. Yeah, Trev, Kim, Kimber said to me the other day, she was watching one of her uh, streaming things, and you said your um, internet kept cutting out. Now, that would frustrate the hell out of me. Oh, it does. It just stops halfway through and then takes I mean, it's all right 40 when you seconds to load. video on YouTube, but yeah, uh, yeah. when you're trying to watch a, a series on Netflix, it's a, it's a real pain. Mate, uh, the other beauty of this is that I wanted to watch the movie. I just had this thing where I wanted to watch the Brad Cooper movie, Limitless. Shane and I had been talking yep. about it the other day, mm-hmm. and I said, I want to see it. Within 10 minutes, I found the movie and I was watching it. Now, mm. I went through a variety of places to find it. I, I, with that one, I ended up finding it on YouTube. But there's so many bits and pieces around that we can do and we can get the entertainment when we want it straight away. And that's the challenge for the free-to-airs, right? And that's why reality TV is, the, is almost the only thing on TV because live television, so sport and these you know, reality contests, uh, are hard to do in a in a live streaming environment. The, streaming is all about on demand. It's like eh, I'm going to watch that at eight thirty seven. You know, I just got to yeah. watch a TV show. I don't want to have to actually get there at the right time. I want to get there when I'm ready. And that's the big shift. Uh, we, we are literally watching whatever we want, wherever we want, whenever we want. And unfortunately for the free to air, they need to find a way to combat that. And that's why you'll keep finding these big event television is the way they um, they hook us in. Well, Trev, if, if the three of us, if you mean Clezzy, go thirds in a TV station and just start playing all the really cool hit dramas <laughs> free to air, like we'd be doing okay, wouldn't we? Get some ads in there as well? You know, I don't think we would. I, I think the problem is people are going, I want to watch it at lunchtime. I want to watch yeah. it. Everyone, everyone's different now and we're starting mm. to realise that we've got choice. So it's a real struggle for, for new programs. But and, and that's, you know, you look at Top Gear, well, the, sorry, Clarks and Hammond and May, yeah. you know, the, the <laughs> reboot of that. That's that's been signed to a streaming provider in America, and my my best guess, my information is that'll come to Stan. So yeah. you know, even if fifty thousand people, let alone a hundred thousand or more, sign up to that, there's good money in that for for these companies. But they've got to do it consistently with a lot of programs to make it really worthwhile in terms of money. Actually, you're right about that time time and place. That's what Shane's doing now. He's at home watching Entourage episodes, Rocky Three, and The Godfather at six in the morning. But uh, he's, mate, he's on press day. Yeah, <laughs> he's a sure. smart guy, mate. Uh, we talked the other day in the studio just briefly about the fact that uh, a thing called live texting, which is not FaceTime and it's not Skype, but it is you can see the reaction with no audio to people send you a live text. Do you think this is a thing that's going to catch on? You know, I was doing this 15 years ago. There was a thing called ICQ, a little messenger, where you could kind of see what people were typing and, and as they went. I, I think this is just another one of those trends and fads, but I'm not sure it'll be integrated into, into the mass services like you know, Apple iMessage or WhatsApp. But 
you know, it's just another one of those things that we've all got to learn and catch up with. Oh, I think people love this kind of innovation, so we'll probably see a lot of people trying to do it. My God, I'm not FaceTiming anyone unless I've got a full <laughs> head of hair and makeup. Like, it is the most unattractive angle. Now, just quickly, Trev, uh, iPhone 7, rumours that that might be coming out. Do we know anything different, what, what they might be bringing? A lot, of, a lot of people talking about the iPhone 7 uh, because it might might come without a SIM card, so you won't need a SIM card. You know, the little little thing you put in that says, I'm with Telstra, Optus, or Vodafone. Mm. The, the rumours are Apple's going uh, to make this seamless so that it's just got a chip built into it, and you go to your provider and say, this is my phone chip number, and, and please make me on your network. Um, the iPhone 7 won't be out until 2016, so probably 15 to 18 months away. Right. What will happen in between is they'll bring out one, I think, called the iPhone 6S, which will be just like, the, the current one, but slightly updated, with you know, faster, lighter, and all those kind of things. And it'll probably have, my hot tip, it'll, it'll have what they call force touch. They'll be able to push hard on the screen for an extra level of uh, interaction. But no, I don't think there'll be that much features other than that one, and the iPhone 7 will be an important one for Apple next year. Hey, thanks, Trev, for your time, mate. Good to catch up. There is something video streaming that you love somewhere right now. You better go and watch it. I'm going to go watch now. Trevor Long, Tech Guru with Plazzy, Shane and Kimba. Kimba, you know that I'm a bit of a music tragic. Yes, you are. When we say tragic, that means you love your music a lot and you really respect the craft. Yeah, it's a big part of my life. Now, you got me uh, vinyl for my birthday. Thanks for that. Some R&B, which is welcome. very cool. I've been playing a bit of vinyl at home lately and Shane got me uh, the Foo Fighters uh, signing highways on vinyl for Christmas. Cool. So a bit of that has been popping up. Now, when Foo Fighters were in Perth just a few months ago, they played a cover of ACDC's Let There Be Rock. How did that so go? It was brilliant. It was oh, okay. A, because, you know, there's that respect for the fact that Bon was from Frio and they, when they were here, they played some Bon Scott era ACDC. And an equally talented band, you know, the Foos oh, can pull it off. Great musos. They know how to rock. So the beautiful thing about that is some bands who've got it together can do a great cover version. Mm-hmm. But I've noticed, <laughs> I've noticed online today that there's a list of the worst cover versions that uh, Perth now could find. Oh. And there are some tragic ones on there. Do you know, I've blocked one out of my mind, so I can't really tell you the details because it was so bad. But the Miley Cyrus concert, yes, I went just recently in Perth. Yeah, you wanted to um, check it out, didn't you? She did a Beatles cover, right. and it was horrible. Was it, um, <laughs> it was... Strawberry Fields or it, Lucy in the Sky? It might have been, actually. It might have been Lucy in the Sky. It was yeah. terrible. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want terrible, have a listen to this. This is Michael Jackson's very, very strange sister, LaToya. Oh, no. Doing the Michael Classic, which was on the Thriller album, Want to Be Starting Something. How can you have so many talented members of that family, the Jackson boys and, of course, uh, Janet, and then have LaToya? Was that a legit recording or was that her in her bedroom singing into a hairbrush? I think she might have been in a karaoke club. Oh, that was awful. Now, I know you're a big fan of Kanye West. <laughs> oh, it's no secret that I thought I think Kanye's a joke. But anyway, he's just not talented like everyone thinks he is. We spoke to Adam Lambert yesterday. We replayed the interview this morning. He is someone who can sing Bohemian Rhapsody. If he's got auto tune turned on. This is Kanye. I just killed a man. Put my gun up to his head. Apologies to uh, really? the late Freddie Mercury. That guy? And that guy's rich. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Ronan Keating. Now, this is a song, and Bree, our producer, and I were talking about this this morning, a song that should never be tampered with by anyone, let alone a little uh, former boy band from Ireland. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, Midnight Oil, Beds Are Burning, <laughs> with such an important issue and such an important song for this country yes. and the themes that run through it. He's Ronan Keating. Really?
Okay. No, it just at least it sounded like a little bit of a pub kind of anthem. There was a he, bit there. He tried to do it, pubby. Yeah, that was Ronan rocking. Mind you, we saw um, Spandau Ballet not that long ago, and when they tried to rock it up, they sort of lost it a little bit. Yeah, covers are tough. You, I think you should sing it in front of a friend first and get an honest opinion <laughs> before you release it. <laughs> I think you're right, <laughs> The best of Clairzy, Shane and Kimber on Mix 94.5.